I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 Thanks, gang. Hey, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid News and Betting Update. It's time to get on the grid, everybody. Will Jalen Ramsey remain a Jag? Who knows? But he might play this week. Jacksonville owner Shaheed Khan expects a disgruntled corner uh, Jalen Ramsey to return from his two-game absence this Sunday, and it couldn't come at a better time as the Jags battle the New Orleans Saints in Week 6. Ramsey is battling a back injury and returned to practice on a limited basis on Wednesday. He last played Week 3 in a win versus Tennessee after asking to be traded in mid-September. The star defender recently reiterated his desire to be dealt, but the Jags owner unwilling to trade him away. They sit at 2-3, and three and the AFC South lead is within reach. Ramsey would be a huge addition. As I mentioned, they play the Saints, and uh, they're going to need him against Michael Thomas. Todd Gurley banged up again. The L.A. Rams running back status for Sunday's game versus San Francisco is quote-unquote up in the air after he suffered a quad injury in Week 5. Head coach Sean McVay said Gurley, who did not practice on Wednesday, is currently day-to-day with a left thigh contusion. Gurley struggled with a knee injury late last season. However, his workload has been diminished this year, and the former Offensive Player of the Year appears to be in full health. Despite the team's struggles, Falcons head coach Dan Quinn says he's not going to give up uh, play-calling duties on defense and schemes. The 1-4 Falcons have allowed more points, 30.4 per game. That's worse than every team in the NFL, except for the hapless Miami Dolphins. NFL Thursday nighter, 8-20 kickoff. Giants and New England Patriots, big faves, minus 17, 41.5 total. Giants are in heavily wounded mode right now. The G-Men without Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, and backup Kalman Wig. Yalman, they're going to need some magic tonight. All They're all out as they battle 5-0 New England. Going to be a tough one on the road. Two in the NCAA card tonight. we got uh, Syracuse and NC State. We start off the party at 8 o'clock there. Oh! Oh! Wolfpack, minus 4.5, 56.5. UL Monroe, minus 3 at Texas State. That's a 9-15 start, 61 is the total there. Can the Tampa Bay Rays make it three or four underdogs to advance to the divisional finals? Well, Washington and St. Louis are in. The only fave to advance so far are the New York Yankees. Game five of the ALCS from Houston, deadlocked at two. Astros, big time home favorites, laying minus 270, total seven. Lasnow versus Cole. And as I mentioned, the winner gets the Yanks in the ALCS. Gabe Kapler, we hardly knew you. He gone. The Philadelphia Phillies have dismissed manager Gabe Kapler. Kapler posted a 161 and 163 record across two seasons with the Philadelphia Phillies, failing to make the playoffs uh, with the stacked rosters too, including adding Bryce Harper this year and JT Realmuto. Still, they didn't get the job done. The Phillies, the eighth team with the current managerial opening, joining the Angels, Cubs, Giants, Mets, Royals, Padres, and Pirates. Busy night on the ice tonight. We got seven uh, games, lots of action here. Four at seven o'clock. Tampa Bay and Toronto. Leafs minus a buck fifteen total. Six and a half. Braden Point makes his debut for the Bolts. Detroit at Montreal. Canadians minus 200. Six is your total. Habs home opener. Edmonton at New Jersey. Devils minus 115. Six and a half. Anaheim and Pittsburgh. The Pens laying 35 cents. Six is your total. 730. St. Louis on the road. Minus 200 at Ottawa. Over under six. Two at eight. Washington at Nashville. Preds minus a buck 46. Mini at Winnipeg. Jets laying 20 cents. Six is your total. Two more at 830. San Jose and Chicago. Blackhawks minus 115. Six and a half. Calgary and Dallas, pick them. Five and a half is your total. Nine, Boston, red hot, minus 115 at Colorado, five and a half. And at 10 o'clock, we got Vegas, minus 140 at Arizona, five and a half is your total. NBA exhibition games and betting numbers, two finals in Brooklyn. They beat the Lakers, 114-111 in China. Kyrie Irving of the Nets 
leaving the preseason game after aggravating his facial fracture. He's already wearing that mask. Spencer Didwitty led the way with 20. The Chinese government barring all media availability for the Nets-Lakers game. Houston Rockets beat Toronto 118-111. to James Harden, 22 points in the win for the Rockets. Pascal Siakam, 16 in the loss. Rest of the games in lines here. We got Oklahoma City minus 27 versus New Orleans, uh, New Zealand Breakers, 214 and a half. 10 o'clock, Portland minus 35 and a half versus Maccabi Haifa. 10 o'clock, Phoenix and Sacramento Kings minus 4, 229, 1030. We got Minnesota and Golden State Warriors, two and a half point favorites, 229 and a half. Denver minus five at the Clippers. WNBA Finals tied at two, game five tonight. Washington and Connecticut. Washington laying six total, 147, 174 and a half, sorry. Golf, round one of the Houston Open. Austin Cook and Taylor Gooch hold the clubhouse lead at minus eight. European Tour, Italian Open. Finland's Tapio Pulkinen, he shot a seven under today and leads after 18 holes of play. Hey, everybody, I'm Cam Stewart. It's Thursday. Hopefully, we will chase down Whale Capper. He could be in the woods. He could be anywhere looking at earthquakes. Who knows where he's going to be? We're going to try to track him down today on the show. Hour one. Red Heat and Rage, Gabe's at the Sports Grid studio at the Meadowlands. Should be a lot of fun. We got the Thursday night or two. So stay stay tuned. Buckle your seatbelts. Hour one of Red Heat and Rage Radio on Sports Grid. It's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage has begun. I am Marenzi. We're throwing it down at the Sports Grid Studio, FanDuel Sportsbook. On this uh, Thursday afternoon, the countdown is on. Uh, We've got uh, Major League uh, Baseball uh, playoffs. And, uh, of course, uh, Game 5s last night uh, were pretty crazy. Somebody just uh, asked me about a minute ago, right before uh, we sat down, what do you like tonight? And uh, I told them, I don't know. After last night, I'm still rattled. I'm still rattled. And uh, this guy's a good guy. They love betting baseball uh, here. And, um, you know, this guy uh, went down uh, with the ship last night as he had both unders in the baseball games. And yeah, it's a story that sounds familiar. Cam, it was a rough night last night already. I was already worn out, beaten down when I left here. And it was one of those deals where I'm like, well, man, I've had a horrible betting week. I'm worn out. At least, you know, I'm watching the Dodgers at 3-1. Kershaw strikes out. Crowd's going crazy. And, uh, you know, I was actually somewhat, like, so beaten down, I was actually going to be able to fall asleep. Like, I was fighting off falling asleep at, like, 1230. But I was like, I got to watch the Dodgers win. And uh, then I was thinking, it's not so bad. I'm going to win the Dodgers. I'm going to win under seven. And the next thing you know, dude, it's like two in the morning, and I'm raging, and I'm, like, wanting to throw things around. I want to punch Dave Roberts in the face. And uh, here we are now. And now we got to spend, i got to spend, like, the next five hours or eight hours of my life. What is it? Five o'clock? I'll be here till midnight watching the team that I might hate the most out of everybody in life, the New England Patriots. Uh, you know, we're, we're stuck here. Now there's baseball game tonight. What are you supposed to do with this game? What's up, Cam? <laughs> uh, it's a good intro, Gabe. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things, Gabe. I woke up the same way, just, you know, sick, feel feel weird. Yeah, it's just there's something in the air. I don't know what it is. You talked about biorhythm month. I hate October. It's, it's crap month for me. I did pretty good with some stuff, though. That Hey, 
I don't say this often, but you've been doing good in the NHL. Sometimes uh, it's kind of like taking your car in for a tune-up. You need a tire rotation, Gabe. You're taking off the MLB tire to put on the NHL tire. Vancouver getting Ugh. it done eight to two last night. So you know well, what? We're gonna ride those game. damn Canucks. Yeah, we. Oh, did we ever nail that game? One and a half over, like everything, like. Uh, and that's the thing about hockey. It's one of those sports, man. I find it easier to pick. Oh, God, what the hell's going on over there? Sounds like there's a tight race coming down the stretch. Uh, yeah, it sounds like uh, hockey is something we know <laughs> and nail. And I think, <laughs> yeah, oh, Keeneland's a good track. Keeneland's the A track right now. All the big guys from Belmont, and uh, they're all at Keeneland. But I'm telling you, Gabe, hockey seems to fit its spots better. Like, it's easier to project. Baseball's just, who the hell knows what's going to happen. Well, I got a million hockey games tonight. True. Uh, Will Capper will have opinions on none of them, and he'll join us next. Uh, we'll talk baseball, and we'll get into the football with Will Capper. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Get on the grid, sports grid, Zumo TV channel 719. As uh, we uh, dust ourselves off uh, right now, I feel like a UFC fighter that got knocked out in his last fight. And Dana White called and he says, Yo, Moretzi, you, know, you want to fight tonight? I'm like, Dana, I just got knocked out last night. He's like, No, man up. Uh, you want to erase that? I'm like, Yeah, all right, let's go. Um, so tonight, in game live, we're going to be here tonight, but uh, we're not talking about the baseball tonight. Um, in-game live will not be about the football game. We're going to do a, a special WNBA Finals in-game live tonight. Yeah. Because I hate everybody else uh, right now. <laughs> Actually, it is the title game. It's, it's the elimination take, game. Take the sun. Uh, Whale Capper, yes. <laughs> now, I don't know, Cam. I, I, I don't know. I was, I was going to bring that up. I've been doing pretty good. I've been doing pretty good with it. I think they might cover, actually. The favorite Ooh. might cover. But Six. I saw you, Whale Capper. Uh, last night, and uh, you said, well, you know, old reliable, a story as old as time, and you had a, uh, a photo of Clayton Kershaw struggling. And I got to tell you, I'm a Dodger fan, and I have been uh, since yeah. the 70s. This last night was worse than the World Series is somehow. Like, it was just like that was, that was like, you know, reach in, rip your heart out type of loss uh, last night. And there's a lot of debate. You know, to, to, uh, and blame that's uh, that's happening uh, right now. But Dave Roberts needs to he needs to go. I agree. And you know, like he's horrible. There's only so many times that we can go back to the window with the same guy and let him put the final pick in. Let's use a gambling analogy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you know you're in a super contest, Cam. You know what I mean? It's like, oh God, Dave's got the final pick, and uh, he's making <laughs> the wrong call. 
there's a culture problem on that team. It's too country clubbish. Um, but <laughs> yes, Kershaw. Kershaw gave up the couple of home runs. Let's be real. I mean, they're whiter than their uniforms. Like next to next to Jansen. Like, do they have a black guy on the team? Like they, you know, like even their like Hispanic players are white. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It is what it is. Um, they are a country club team. Like they are. They're all a bunch of rookie yeah. of the year dudes with hot girlfriends and you know live in nice places. And you know what they are. I've always said that about Kershaw and Stafford. What's that? The Dodgers Jim? remind the Dodgers remind me in golf, the get along gang. I call them Fowler, Spieth. You know, on the yachts with the chicks. Hey, life's a party. Where other guys are like yeah, grinding it out on Johnson. the range. Yeah, like the, that's the get along yeah. gang. There, they're they're rich. They're young. They <laughs> they're do the whatever wouldn't, know like about, wouldn't know anything about this. <laughs> no idea what you guys talked about. Yeah, exactly. Sounds <laughs> like a good. Uh, it works for Will me. Capper. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Will Capper. You look. Well, see, yeah, look yeah. at you he guys. Successful. <laughs> see, that's why Will Capper. Champions come from the East. Patriots, Raptors. <laughs> look yeah. at you. You kick back in the sun. It's October. It's already cold here. Look at my skin. L- listen to this. Thick. Hard. It's like yeah. a catcher's yeah. mitt. Ready yep. to go. Yep. East Coast, baby. Yep. <laughs> I got news for you guys. Country Club, oh, uh, country, <laughs> country club set was 2000s. We're on to yacht clubs now. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You guys are on the water now. That's right. <laughs> All right. All kidding aside, Will Capper, who do you blame? I'm just going to say, when Kershaw left the game, it was 3-3. Wasn't Kershaw yeah. that decided to leave Joe Kelly in for back-to-back innings for the first time since uh, August the 24th? Could have left my eight in. I don't know what the hell, why they didn't bring Jansen. And I get it. He's not, you know, 100% reliable. I just, I hate, I hate how he handled it. I get, oh, you're going for the double play. You can't load the bases because if it's a grand slam, the game's over. Soto gets a hit. You're down two runs. And there was just so many things I hated along the way, man. Who do you blame, Will Capper? Uh, okay, so the Joe Kelly meltdown was the most predictable thing that's happened in the MLB playoffs so far. Like, that was, you could see that coming a mile away. Like, really, you're throwing Joe Kelly out there for a second inning in this high leverage situation? This is terrible. And, like, baseball managers are weird because they're not going to win you anything. They're only going to lose you championships. And Dave Roberts is doing it (laughs) again and again. And it's like, yeah, I agree with you. He's got to be replaced. I don't think that uh, he is making the right decisions. And, I mean, honestly, like, you know, supposedly they're this team with all this advanced analytics and uh, and all of this, you know, these uh, kind of advantage, uh, you know, advantage metrics that are helping them make better decisions. Well, it, it clearly, clearly the two pitches that uh, Kershaw threw that got jacked, the batters knew where those balls were going to be. Like there was no there was there was no doubt Especially that. Uh, that Why did he throw the same there pitch was over no again? No doubt. Yeah. I, I had no idea. They knew exactly <laughs> where that ball was going. There was no hesitation. They were primed for those pitches in those locations. They know his tendencies. And, got, you know, if you have this advanced analytics team, you should be able to, you know, identify that, you know, you're a star pitcher who's, you know, who's, you know, got all of this tape. You know, you, you should know what his tendencies are yourselves. And you should, you know, have a plan to to try to disguise those misdirections something. Because, you know, they those guys were sitting on those pitches uh, and they just went absolutely ham when they 
got what they expected. Like there was, um, that was a complete failure from the top down in terms of putting him in that situation to begin with. Uh, and then, you know, even, even after the first one, like go out there, talk to the guy, you know, bring, you know, or, or, you know, or even after, uh, he got the, the key out in the top, in the, in the, in the seventh there, uh, in that high leverage situation, pull him then put my in, let my carry you two innings and then put Jansen in for the ninth. Like, I get it. Like you're, you don't have a, this amazing bullpen that can really carry you. But like three nothing, you know, at that point or three one at that point in the game, you should be able to close the door if you have a payroll that's as big as the Dodgers. If you, you know, if you're a team that wins 106 games in the regular season, you should uh, you should be able to uh, to secure that win. And the fact that they gave it up was just incredible. Uh, and the way they did it was, uh, you know, it was heartbreaking and rip you know, rip your heart out if you're a Dodgers fan. It's it, it stunk. It was tough. Well, they were going to choke eventually, Cam. As I stated, they're the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> they, that's exactly who they are. Yeah. They are the Tampa Bay Lightning. Every year they win 100 games. That's like a Tampa 120 points. And yeah. then there's always a story. Something happened. We can go on. I can compare them even to the Raptors in a sense that the Raptors, it wasn't Dwayne Casey's fault, but they needed a fresh voice in the room. And Nick Nurse, I swear, like you could saw to Kawhi Leonard. You think if Kawhi Leonard was there and Dwayne Casey was there, they still win? Probably not. And I like Dwayne Casey, right? Nice but guy. sometimes you need yep. a fresh voice. The Tony Tony exactly. Dungy and uh, and Gruden with the box, etc. There's a lot of examples of it. But nevertheless, let's not dwell on it. Um, tonight, what do you think, Cam? Now we'll throw it to Whale Capper. Um, you're a big dog, better to begin with when it comes to these baseball games. What do you make of Glass now and Cole? Astros are a minus two seventy right now. Rays plus two thirty. Yeah, baseball is pretty good with uh, the Cardinals. I had no problem with that. So you know things worked out well, Gabe. But I'm going to say this: uh, I'm not just going to blindly bet Tampa Bay because of the number. Cole's on a different level. That's the thing. Kind of like I like what the Dodgers did too. Starting Bueller, that was the that was the right decision. The guy's a stud. Uh, Cole's an absolute animal. As for Tyler Glass, now he's still good, but he he doesn't have that motor. It's kind of like you know you you know Cole is like that two fifty. Big, big ski boat, whatever. And, uh, you know, the other guy's more of a cruising vessel, Gabe. He's good, but he doesn't have that zip that Cole has. He can go out longer. He's a stud. He's got all the pitches. I got to believe Houston wins this game, but Tampa Bay is so damn gritty. If they can find a way to foul off balls, extend innings, get running guys on, and then get Cole's pitch count up, then it's all bets are off. Then I'd probably come back and live bet Tampa Bay at a number because I think uh, that team feels like magic. To your earlier point, why the Dodgers? Teams that clinch early. Lightning, President's Cup, Dodgers every year in that division. Look at the teams that are in advance. Washington had to battle all year. Then you talk about St. Louis. They were in a grind in the NL Central all year. It happens in sports. When you go to and win these things, Gabe, look at Houston. They were cruising. Now they're in game five. You want to be that horse that comes from behind, not a front runner. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Makes sense. I love it. Whale capper. I love it. Game time decisions continues. We're getting to the Giants and the Patriots. Oh, God. 
Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Andro400.com Still win a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament. Setting your lineup using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. Join the countless number of people that have won thousands of dollars each week playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL Annual Pass, a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and even better results. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's the promo code ACTION for a special 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Cam. Uh, Stuart, all right, we got Whale Capper uh, with us. Let's get right down to uh, uh, to business uh, here. And on the way out, Whale Capper, it sounded like... Uh, you were nodding your head to uh, the uh, sounds of Garrett Cole uh, this evening. Oh, yeah. Is it just too much for the race to overcome tonight, you think? Yeah, I think Garrett Cole is your best player in baseball right now, and I don't think it's close. Uh, I think he I – w- I would look for strikeout over props for him. He can overpower you know, overpower hitters. Ten like and a half. else right now. His stuff Whoa. is unbelievable. Um, it's ten and a half, really? That's the number? That's finally high. respecting him. Yeah. I, I, dude, the whole last half of That's the season, a regular season been, number. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a that's a big number. Wow. I know, I know, I know. It was eight and a half, then nine and a half. I know. Mm. I, I hit it too. Mm. I got burnt I'll whale capper. What, I was hitting it yeah. at eight and a half. I was like, oh, it's free money. Then the nine and a half, I was like, Ugh. and I escaped once where you got ten. <laughs> and then I think yeah. you remember the night cam. It was ten yeah. and a half. And I was yeah. like, of course he's going to land at ten, and he landed at ten. Now these props, yeah. it's almost like Super Bowl props. They're yep. so crisp. Sure. These aren't week three props. They're Super Bowl props, right? So yeah, but on the yeah. plus side, like the other night, guys, I and Cam knows the well capper, I hit Verlander under eight and a half. I figured, nah, he's not going to be in the game that much. But uh, tonight, they're going to leave Cole out there. I don't know if he strikes out 11. Like, you strike out 11 batters in a playoff game, elimination game, they put you in the Hall of Fame. So... <laughs> I don't know if he gets there tonight. Maybe nine, ten. I got to lean with the under. I just out of principle. It's a lot of strikeouts. Eleven. That is eleven that to is. beat you. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. Yeah, I'll tell you though, the Astros, the Astros get this night. You know, I, I think my uh, my favorite, uh, the only bet I have on this game, I have, and I have some, I have some exposure to the Astros to win the World Series. So if uh, if they get beat tonight, I'm going to be a little bit bummed here. Um, but the um, I like I like a little bit of Houston joy parlayed with a little Houston misery here. You take uh, take your Astros at minus 240, parlay with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs on the money line on uh, get right spot for them on Sunday, beating the Houston Texans. Uh, and uh, put those two together, you get a uh, just over a plus 100. So that's, uh, that's the only action I have specifically on the game. Rolling it over with the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, uh, so let's Ooh. jump in uh, to the Giants and the Patriots. We had a guy on uh, today from um, for the Boston Globe, and he agreed uh, with our assessment 
when we, we brought up the fact that Canvas the thing too and Will Capers, the thing that's annoying about the Patriots and what separates them from other teams and other leagues and just overall, they never get tired of winning. I know. Like, even the Golden State Warriors got bored. You know what I mean? Like, even the Warriors were like, all right, let's just go. Like, most championship teams, it either fizzles out, they party too hard, they got lucky a couple of times, or it's like a band, like Kiss. They all do their solo records. You know, like the Warriors are like, well, you, know, uh, you know, I'm not getting enough attention here. And there's usually something. Every damn year, the Patriots have something that motivates them. Def- they have deflate gate, spy gate, hand job gate. Uh, you know, we can go. We go down the list of uh, of things, and they're always focused. And they find ways of like I brought it up last week about the Bills or two weeks ago about the Bills. Even though they they've beaten them like thirty two out of thirty five times, they get fired up for the game. They know the Bills could beat them. So they get fired. They're like, oh, no, it's a division. It's our biggest division rival. We're fired up. And you figure, oh, it's whole hum tonight, guys. But once they see this helmet and once they see the logo and they know that Eli even like, I'm sure they wish Eli was playing, but Belichick knows, man, that he's 3-3. Three and three. They don't think Tom Brady knows he's lost two Super Bowls to this team? And for the record, Belichick is 1-5 against the spread against the Patriots, but the Patriots are 8-1 and one guys against the spread. The last nine times they've laid uh, two touchdowns or more with the one done cover uh, being that accidental fluke uh, Jets cover. So, Will Capper, what do you think of the game? Yeah, this is a really, really nasty one. <laughs> this is a terrible, unbettable game almost any way you slice it. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the Giants... I wanted to be able to make the case that uh, you could take the points with the Giants, but, you know, they got Danny Dimes and the replacements out there on uh, on Thursday Night Football. Like, no Shepard, no Danny Ingram, Dimes no and a bunch Barkley. Of Not, yeah. Who, the, the, <laughs> I don't know if I would even <laughs> trade penalties for these guys there. They're trying out there. I mean, like, these are practice squad players, and they're going up against the best defense in football. This is horrific matchup for the Giants and I feel bad because I would like to see Danny Dimes go you know like I would like to see someone you know that the Patriots aren't don't have a ton of tape on someone they don't have a a strong read on I would like to see them challenge the Patriots defense we need to know how good these guys are they've gone up against just absolute nothing in quarterback across this you know five weeks into the season uh, and it's going to be almost impossible to handicap these Patriots when they go up against stiffer competition like the Eagles and the Ravens and the Chiefs and stuff, uh, unless we get a, a read on how good this defense is. And right now, you know, personnel-wise, they're incredible. Coverage-wise, they're incredible. They're they're holding teams to you know zero touchdowns a game, which is amazing. You know, the Giants team total is twelve uh, tonight, which I think is wild. And, you <laughs> know, I, I I really wanted to. Uh, to make a case for an over. I really wanted to make a case to take the points. I really wanted to, uh, I to believe that the Giants <laughs> were going to give them a test, but they, they just don't have the skill position players out there. They don't have anyone that can get separation. Um, the only uh, bettable angle I could come up with on this game, I like uh, Daniel Jones rushing yards over. Uh, I think the way that the Patriots play <laughs> defense, they're going to give call, them opportunities call. to scramble. Will um, Capper, that's a low number. For his life. No, that's exactly. That's a great. You know what? I'm betting it right now, Will Capper. I thought about it. Like, he'll, let, let's see your total rush yard. What was? What did you put his prop at? Because it's a good bet. So, what was his? Yeah, any, was his, I would say anything under 20. I would say anything under 20 is bettable. I'm I'm in at 18 and a half. Oh, I think that there's going to be a, a, a good good a good opportunity. 
scrambles. Click, yeah. click, 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 There's... click. Done. Give me 19. <laughs> Boom. He's 19 in. yards. Yep. 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 That's right. That's right. He's right. Buddy. Yeah. I, we saw. We saw that. We saw his wheels against uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, he had that uh, scramble that was the game win. Ended up being the game winning touchdown against the Buccaneers. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all. If the Patriots are playing that kind of, uh, you know, drop everyone in coverage and, and really, uh, you know, force him to, uh, if he gets it done, get it done with his legs. Because, uh, you know, I just don't see the weather's going to be gross. Uh, the skill position players just aren't there. This is a, a really bad spot for uh, for a rookie quarterback. And, you know, I, I, it's, a, it's a shame, too, because I would like to see Danny Jones progress. Uh, and I would like to see this Patriots defense tested, and uh, we're not going to get either of those tonight with these injuries, which absolutely stinks. Cam, things are so bad they don't even have Wayne Goldman. They've got Hillman. Hillman, <laughs> I yeah, think who, uh, who lived with Magnum with Magnum PI. <laughs> oh, that was Higgins. Higgins, <laughs> yeah, John, might as well call him Higgins. Yeah, Higgins, uh, Robin Masters. Higgins. No Evan Ingram. No Evan Ingram. No Sterling no Shepard. No Shepard. Saquon Barkley. Listen, I like yep. the decision not and I like the decision not to rush Barkley back tonight. Guys, they're gonna have ten days off in between games. The Giants sure. get Arizona. They get the Jets. They get a bunch of winnable games after coming up. They have a block. And I'll tell you what, the Patriots schedule gets nasty in two weeks too. They get another walk in the park next week, Monday night football against the Jets. And then, um, and then after that, it gets real, like Chiefs, Ravens, Cowboys. Like it's uh, bang, 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 bang on a weekly basis uh, for the Patriots. But I'm with you. I'm with Will Capper, Cam. Same with you. I desperately wanted to say, you know what? Not to mention the Giants versus Pats magic. I was thinking, man, just imagine if Danny Dimes wins the game outright somehow. Right? And he goes yeah. in there and, like, somehow, like, it's like, wow, he just beat Tom call- Brady. He yep. can't. He, he can't do it with no Barkley, with no Shepard, with no Engram. You yep. just can't do it. They, like I said, they I don't even have Wayne Goldman. They got John Hillman as their running back. I'm going to tell you something though, Gabe. Break it down. We saw the Giants. We, I know those parts were there. Decimate the Washington Redskins. When I was out on Sunday, every NFL game was up. The TV that was in front of my face was the Patriot uh, uh, Redskins game. Just my luck. The game I didn't care about but watching it the first touchdown Gabe Washington played good in that game Colt McCoy was actually moving the ball a little bit they caught some really bad breaks and I can tell you one thing the Giants are a hell of a lot better better than uh the 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 Washington Redskins are the Redskins are a train wreck and they scored first on those guys they almost covered then Patriots got some points at the end let me just say this they're getting 16 and a half points who's betting on the Giants nobody that's who the line stays under 17 Patriot Patriot action don't be surprised, people, when the Patriots win by like 13 to 15 points and the Giants sneak it out a cover with all their injuries, and then we'll know, hey, I'm telling you, Gabe, it's got that that smell like the Patriots not covering a big number, just winning the game. But you, you brought up good things, though. The Super Bowls, the, pedigree, the the hate. But I'm just saying, be very, very careful. Like, people think this is going to be the lock of the year. Maybe the Giants show up, man. It's still a football game. And uh, I watch Washington play these guys. I'm telling you, the Patriots... Uh, they got to win by 17, man. That's a lot of points. But anyway, yeah. Gabe, I might, I might I, bet the Giants. That's basically what I'm saying. I'm with Cam. I'm with Cam. No way you can lay these points with the Patriots. No, the, no even against this. No, there's no way you can lay these points. And and you know the page because because we, we haven't really seen the Patriots offense do anything. Uh, they're when they're you know they're getting it done almost entirely with defense. 
Tom Brady doesn't have any chemistry with this crew. And granted there, you can pick on the, the Giants uh, secondary. The Giants linebackers and secondary are in deep trouble. Um, all that said, you know, that, that there's just not enough weapons here for the Patriots to just boat race these guys. And uh, and I could actually, I could see a scenario where the Giants come out and they do something feisty early. They cover the first half spread uh, and it sets up for a little bit of uh, kind of Patriots second half or uh, a live under. That's kind of the way I'm approaching it. Like All right, hang in here, Whale Capper. We won't keep you for the whole next segment. Just we'll take a quick break. Give us one pick that you like in the NFL on the other side, and we'll let you go. Game time decisions. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. I'm seeing a weird story here that the University of Purdue will not allow their students, not student athletes, but students as a whole, uh, to bet on uh, Purdue games. So if you go, if you go to the University of Purdue and sports betting is legal in the state of Indiana now, you're not allowed betting on uh, Purdue Boilermaker games. Um, sounds like a case for Jackie Childs right now because yeah. that's preposterous, that's ludicrous, and i uh, never heard something so preposterous in my life. Uh, the hell's going on, man? I mean, I They're just looking out for the guys, students. So I don't want to get... Uh... Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is really going to shut down bookies on campus now. Uh, I don't know. It's like I'm in Bizarro World. Like... All you ever hear about is like, you know, about freedom and rights and all this type stuff. And then and I love the irony of someone getting kicked out right down the street from where they wrote the damn Constitution for saying free Hong Kong. <laughs> but there's no irony here in Philadelphia. You're getting silenced. They, you know, they grabbed the mic from a CNN reporter this morning in, in Japan. It's like full-out censorship. Now, like, oh, you can't, whatever. If I was a student that went to Purdue, I'd just sue. You're going to win. They can't tell you what to do. If something's legal, they can't stop you from freaking doing it. All right? And anyways, nobody wants to try to fix a Purdue game. Nobody cares about Purdue. All right? You suck. So um, I promised uh, we uh, we let you go, Whale Capper, with one pick. What do you like this week in the NFL? Hey, if you got a bunch, share it. But yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, so what do you think of the NFL card this week? Do, do you like it? Last week was kind of tricky, but I ended up going four and one in the in the contest in the circuit contest. Yeah, three straight yeah. weeks in a row of four and one. So it was nice. tricky, I thought. Hey, but we navigated it. You know how many times I've loved a card and I sucked. So you know what? Yeah. I actually like quite a few games this week. But what catches your eye? So this is, uh, I agree with you, the last three weeks have been super, super profitable. Very, very, a lot of fun. When things are going your way, there's no, no nothing more fun than uh, winning NFL, because NFL is hard to win long term. Uh, that said, this card looks super tricky. 
Uh, and uh, the two games I want to talk about uh, that I think the listeners and the viewers will find interesting here. Um, in the world of professional sports betting, sometimes there is a lopsided action where the professionals only want one side. You see the line move two, three points. It moves across the key number, and you know that was the right side, and there's not much interest. There's not much entertainment. Um, the more, much more interesting spots are where the professionals line up on either side. Right. You have some groups that think, oh, no, this is the right side. And, and there's opposition against that. And you see the line, you know, initially moves one way and then it gets hit pretty hard the other way. And then you see a back and forth kind of play out where, uh, you, know, you know, more and more and more and more money keeps coming in on either side. And you have relatively balanced action. And that's playing out in two games that are pretty clear on the card uh, this week. The first is the, uh, the Eagles um, Vikings game. Everything I see says Eagles here. Uh, everything I see says Eagles should win this game. Uh, there is a lot of questions about the Vikings overall in terms of their consistency on offense, their offensive approach in general, their reliance on uh, on establishing the run game, which will not work against a, a front seven that's as vicious as what Philly's going to have out there. Uh, and you know, but the pieces are there. If you went for a pass-heavy approach for Minnesota, you would gain yards. You would hurt Philadelphia because their secondary is so injured right now. And on the other side of the ball, the uh, the you know there the the Vikings defense is is everyone you know has this perception that they're so amazing, they're so good, but they you know they're not playing as well as they have in years past, specifically in the secondary. So Carson Wentz and and his receivers should get purchased. They should find space. They should put pressure on Kirk Cousins. And we know what happens when you put pressure on Kirk Cousins. You, we know what happens when he's going up against a solid team. He tends to melt. He makes mistakes. He throws end zone picks. He's generally unreliable. So I personally think the Eagles at plus three are a great play. I think they're a good look on the money line as well. Um, but for sure, someone out there completely disagrees with me. Uh, there's been a substantial amount of money coming in the market on, uh, on Minnesota. And in reality, I think the bookmakers in general um, even opening this line as Minnesota minus three, they knew they were going to get money on on Philadelphia, and they went three anyway. Uh, they didn't force people who wanted Philly to, ha- to have to decide between plus two and a half and money line. They let them have plus three. So clearly, there was some you know intention on the on the part of the bookmakers to line up with Minnesota and line up with the professional money that's coming in on the Vikings. I don't see it. I like uh, Eagles in the spot. I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC personally. I think as they continue to get healthier. Uh, and as they march through the schedule, that's going to be pretty clear by December that uh, the Eagles are the team to be feared in the NFC. And it's mostly just because I feel like they have a complete, uh, you know, complete roster. Coaching staff is solid. Uh, and Carson Wentz is a quarterback I believe in because he can throw it anywhere on the field and hurt you. So uh, Eagles for me is, is a fun one. Um, and then the other one that you're seeing professional money line up on both sides is Rams Niners. Uh, I was on the Rams early here. I was pushing it from minus three up to minus three and a half. I think that with 10 days to prepare for this Niners team, uh, you're going to see a complete effort out of this offense, even without Gurley, even without Cooks. Uh, I love that they you given Sean McVay 10 days to prep for uh, an off, for a defense in the Niners that he is completely embarrassed now, three games that they've been actually trying on offense. So this is a, a good spot for the Rams to bounce back. And the Niners coming off of a great Monday night performance, I think it's a little bit of a, a sell high on them because I don't think that they're as good as their four and record would suggest. And Jimmy Garoppolo, we still haven't yet to see him really be put on the spot. We have yet to see him be forced to come back in a game when he's behind. And I don't know that he can do it yet. Uh, he's not necessarily as accurate as you would hope passing the football. And 
the the Rams are a ball hawking unit. Their secondary's been embarrassed a couple weeks. I would expect that that you get a much more complete performance out of this defense. I would like to see Aaron Donald and, and Dante Fowler get after Garoppolo pretty heavily in the pass rush with uh, some of the um, injuries that have uh, hit the uh, fullback and the tackle positions for the uh, Niners. This is a great spot for uh, the Rams to kind of reestablish themselves as players in the NFC West, where right now they're third. Uh, so this is uh, this is those are the two games that I think are probably the most interesting in terms of sides this week. Uh, do you guys have a feel either way on those two? Yeah, I like the over of that uh, Philadelphia-Minnesota game. We saw last week, and I agree, I think the Eagles are good enough to move the ball on anybody, uh, but that Eagles secondary, I think, could be can be manipulated as well by the Vikings. And I have a hard time overlooking the, the dominance of Mike Zimmer and the Vikings against non-division opponents. It's something that I've talked about often. Um, over the years, actually, with this team. And look at this year, guys. You know, the Vikings are 3-2. and two. They easily beat the Falcons. They easily beat the Raiders. And the Raiders actually look like a pretty good team, a scrappy team. They easily beat the Raiders. They lose to the Bears. They lose to the Packers. They easily beat the Giants. He's like 38-14-2 now against non-division opponents. There's something to this uh, right there, but... I do like. I know that Philadelphia is a better football team, sort of, uh, than Minnesota. Yet, I have a hard time trusting them uh, there. Uh, I do mm-hmm. in in that spot, but I agree with the second pick. And you know, there's a couple others that that uh, I like this week as well. What do you think, Cam? Of that? Uh, what do you think of the first game that Will Capper talked about in the uh, in the Viking and the Eagle game? Originally, I was looking at the Eagles, but I'm kind of worried. Uh... That uh, game against the Jets <laughs> yeah. wasn't really that impressive to me. They had uh, they they had defensive scores in the game. Their offense didn't even really look that good against the Jets, and the box score was not indicative actually how the game played out. Uh, Minnesota, it's a tale of two worlds. You take this team on the road, usually it's different. When they go home, you know they they play better. But to Will Capper's point, Kirk Cousins gets rattled more than anybody. The minute he sees pressure, it's like he freezes up and goes into like a turtle position because he thinks he's going to get nailed. They have to protect him. If they protect him, they can expose the injured, banged-up Eagles secondary and move the ball. I think this is a good number. I think the Vikings win by, like, four, and the line's three, Gabe. So that's a tight game. Other game, I think we're all probably going to be taking the Rams, uh, um, you know, uh, minus three. People are high up on the 49ers, letdown spot. The Rams got a lot to prove after uh, losing to Seattle and the Tampa Bay debacle. They're going to come out real angry. I agree. I, and I, that's that's the one that I agreed with uh, more too. And everything you said about Garoppolo, there's a million checkdowns. You know, you are what your record says you are. And Bill Parcells said that after the halfway mark. That's what he said. He said after eight games, you are what your record says you are. But hey, we live in an ADD society right now, so let's call it after four games. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I swear, each game, the Buccaneers. Um, or with the with the with the 49ers, you can say, well, this happened and that happened. Like the Buccaneers were sloppy. Jameis Winston, two pick sixes in week one. The offense yeah. really didn't do anything. They got the putrid Cincinnati Bengals in week two. They played Mason Rudolph in his first ever NFL game. They still turned the ball over five times. They should have lost. They turned the ball over five freaking times. Last week, they played um, Johnny Manziel 2.0 and, you know, <laughs> Freddie Kitchens, who should be a busboy yeah. in a kitchen and not a head Freddy coach Soup in kitchens. the NFL. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Freddie Soup. Yeah, there's a lot of them, isn't there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Baker and the and the kitchen boy. It's not working out well. The kitchen's on fire. Speaking of which, that's a popular play that that Cleveland are gonna bounce back. That oh, everyone's gonna bet against them and they're gonna bounce back. I don't think so. I think Chris Carson's gonna run the ball like down their throat all day, and I think they're gonna lose again. I, I think Seattle beats them. And we'll get you, you know, we're, you're, we only have two more minutes, Will Capper, so let me throw this one at you. Sure. What about the Saints? Is that a trap? Because yeah. I'll tell you what, Teddy Bridgewater has played 33 games in the NFL now as a starter. He's won 26 of them. It's crazy. He's 26-7 and seven as a starter. That's a better winning percentage than Drew Brees has. And you can't say, oh, well, no, it's because he was on. It's not like Matt Castle. He was on the Patriots. He was on the Vikings before. Now he's got more talent with him with the Saints. Teddy Bridgewater just wins games. Is that game a trap? It looks like it is to me. I played the under in that one because I think 40, it was a 45 earlier in the week. I bet it at 44. It's still going down. I think it's still worth taking an under in that game. I think the first team to 20 wins that one. Two very, very respectable defenses. The Saints' defenses really stepped up their play in the absence of Drew Brees. And Teddy Bridgewater, while there are lots of things he can't do, and there are lots of reasons that his strengths and his skill set do not fit well in the Sean Payton offense, he's playing mistake-free football. He's not beating you. You know, he's not uh, he's not pulling. Uh, you know, the the Jameis Winston uh, you know show out there where any given weekend he could you know, utterly implode and cost you a game. Like he's, he, uh, he will take whatever you give him. Uh, and if it's short, then he'll go short. If it's, if you're going to give him the deep passes and get, you know, his guys can get separation and then he'll take some shots. Uh, and uh, I would expect that this is a competitive game, but uh, it looks like Gardner Minshew picked up a little bit of an injury. He's dealing with the groin. He didn't look, he hasn't, he hasn't looked as great as people are kind of making him out to be too. Like to a degree, people. Oh, he's only talked about because he has a mustache. Exactly. Yeah. Like if he didn't have a mustache, no one would it. care. If he, if he didn't wear a bandana and wear a seventies, wear seventies suit. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, everybody, he's, I'm yeah, working is, out with my tidy whiteies on. Yeah, he's stretching elastic bands with his nuts hanging out. Yeah, good for you, Gardner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, he's a throwback poor porn star. I get it. I get it. Thanks. Yeah, his charisma is carrying him for sure. That that yeah, move along, Minshew. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think uh, I think that's not a bad look. I think the Saints likely get this win. I just think it's ugly. I think it's uh, it's going to be close. This this has the whiffs of that uh, that Saints Cowboys game where uh, the Saints got to win just by kicking field goals. This is uh, this is going to be tough for them because we're expecting Rams to be back. Uh, they can rush the passer with Jacksonville. It's, it's on their home turf. Um, they're going to dictate a little bit, but uh, I like that under in that game a lot. All right, somebody's asking. we got to get out of here, but somebody's asking about Golden Tate over four and a half receptions. It almost seems logical because they're not going to throw it to him, but he's going to have Gilmore on him, and it's going to be hard. Uh, thank you, he's Will Capper. He's going to get 10 targets. Best of luck, guys. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com.
Game time decisions. Get on the grid. Red heat and rage. Right, earlier in the week, uh, we were praising Yang as uh, being the uh, the uh, fantasy um, the uh, the fantasy stud and uh, the renowned fantasy expert at the network uh, here as the easily dispatched of Dane. And you know what? Actually, Yang Dane's going to be on tonight at eight o'clock. So let's uh, get we'll it. Give uh, Dane an opportunity to respond. Uh, but I see there's controversy here. As uh, I've been told that uh, you backed out of a trade, from what I understand, uh, with Roto Frank. And what I understand, there's some controversy going on in the pit about this. Is this why you sound a little rattled today? You sound a little uh, edgy today. I know you, you know, you don't like getting, uh, you know, they're coming at you in the pit about this trade. You're probably getting upset. Tell us what, what's going on, Yan. What's your side of the story here? I don't know the story. All I see here is... Uh, all I see here, word on the street, uh, FYI, <laughs> Yang backed out of a trade with Frank in the pit league. They're pissed. What's going on? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I backed out of a uh, trade offer there. <laughs> like, you know, like, uh, they, they wanted Le'Veon Bell. Uh, they tried to offer me uh, Aaron Jones and, um, and uh, Darren Waller for Le'Veon Bell and DK Metcalf. Um, I didn't really need a tight end, so I was like, if I do anything, I'll trade for Le'Veon Bell for another running back of sorts. So they came back with Aaron Jones. And I contemplated it. I'm not one to quick to just jump on something. So what I did was I just kind of like sat with it and my inner Jedi was like, nah, don't do that trade. You got uh, Jamal Williams about to come back. They're going to go back into a running back by committee. And why trade a number one back that the offense is going to go through for a running back that's going to be on a committee. So I backed out. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, all right, but you never agreed. Did you agree to the deal first? Like, yeah, you didn't consummate the deal, right? No, nah, I, didn't, I didn't kind of do anything like that. But they sent it to me. It was like, all right, I'll do it for, like, you know, I'll send you Aaron Jones. And I was like, all right, I mean, it's cool. I, you know, I sat back and thought about it. And my inner Jedi kicked in, buddy. I don't know. It doesn't sound like we're getting a full story here, Ken. I agree. This guy, this guy's amazing. Yank, you are the... <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're not getting a full story. <laughs> <laughs>